Amen. Pastor, of course, is out of town. Amen. But we're having church this morning. Amen. And I, I, I'm eager to tell them of the good report for this service and anticipating the re- remaining portion of this service. Know that the Lord has something special in store for us this morning. I believe the Lord, amen, is certainly able to do what He intends to do. It doesn't matter, amen, uh, who is in the pulpit because God is still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. And I don't mean that in any prerogative sense. I mean that God is still the same. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 37 through 38. Amen. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed him not. 38 says that the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Amen. Who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord revealed? Been revealed, Amen. Pastors pointed out many times in his teaching that the arm of the Lord, especially the right arm, Amen, indicates the power of God. So you could understand this passage to to read to to whom hath the power of the Lord been revealed, Amen. There's something special when we receive a revelation of who God is, Amen. There's something special when you receive, Amen, an understanding of all that He can do. Amen. And what he is able to do in your life. Amen. That's what I want to talk about this morning. Amen. Divine revelation. If we can lay down our Bibles, ask the Lord to help us. Amen. Receive from him what he has for us this morning before we leave this house. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be in your house, Lord, to hear from you, God, to receive from you, God. I pray that I can have a heart, Lord, to receive from you just as God's word is able to say. Lord, I pray that you would teach, God, show us, Lord, the purpose, will, and plan for this service today. Hallelujah, Jesus. We want you to have your way. Hallelujah, Jesus. If you want the Lord to have his way, why don't you just worship him this morning? Hallelujah. Just love him for a moment. Jesus, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. You can be seated this morning as long as you don't sit down on me. Amen. Uh, in, in a figure of speech, not literally. Amen. Amen. The concept of revelation, amen, is probably overused in, um, in our day and age. I mean, I've used this example in the past while I was preaching or teaching, but um, I'll use it again because it's kind of comical um, that, that, you know, God revealed to me whenever I was you're going through the drive-thru at McDonald's that uh, they're going to forget the straw in my bag. And, uh, and that will be a sign that I need to go inside and get some ketchup. And the, the purpose for that you know, comical illustration is that, that people just overuse the term, you know, God revealed to me that, that it's, it's common for people to believe that, that they feel like they have some special inside track with God, that God is indicating to them specifically I mean, something extra, uh, something extraordinary, something that, uh, that only they have the, the angle on, they, that only I have this perspective. And um, they feel like that, that when God reveals to them that, um, that it's something that they, that they should, uh, that they should, that they should um, share with people that, that may or may not have that angle, that may or may not have that revelation that they 
have, and uh, it puts them in their mind above other people. Amen. And um, and they use that to their advantage. They try to they try to sh- share with other people, and, and uh, generally in a charismatic uh, scene or situation, they just use that. It's, and and um, as I mentioned, I'm sure some of you, amen, understand what I'm talking about. You guys are connected with what I'm saying. That that this concept of revelation is certainly overused in this denominal world, but it should never impact, amen, the times when God really gives revelation and understanding. Because I believe that God certainly still does that in this day and age. In fact, Jesus told Peter that unless you receive a revelation from my Father which is in heaven, amen, that you're not going to get a true understanding of who I am. You, it requires that divine revelation. Amen, it requires, amen, your personal, amen, uh, relationship with God, amen, and understanding from God that God will reveal to you in those quiet moments, amen, who he truly is. Amen. Amen. And I believe that, that uh, even though there, there are many claims to have revelation, there are claims, amen, to feel your personal uh, revelation and try to share that, amen, that those, uh, amen, are, quite, are, for lack of a better term, knockoffs, that they, that they don't quite, amen, encapsulate the power of what God really wants to do. Amen, if we get a revelation and, and a divine revelation of who God is, there's no telling what God can do. Amen. If we would really, amen, click, amen, if it could just snap into our mind, amen, that God is truly able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, amen, there's no telling what God can do for us, Brother Nate. Amen. I want somebody in this place before we leave this house, amen, to find a revelation of who God really is. Amen. And I'm not talking about something that I can reveal to you through, amen, my word and imagination. Amen. But it's going to be a divine revelation that God imparts to you. Amen. It's something, amen, that in prayer, amen, in in response to this message that God would give to you, Jerome, that God will put in your mind and in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There's different kinds of ways that you can receive, amen, understanding. Amen. Through observation, through uh, the five senses, seeing, hearing, smelling. Amen. Revelate. I, I mentioned to Sister Nelson this morning when I came upstairs. Amen. I bought Mom some perfume for Christmas. Amen. Last year, and and um, I smelt something when I stepped out of the room downstairs, and immediately I, I, as soon as I opened the door, that whiff hit me, and it was apparently the perfume that Mom was wearing. I came upstairs. And I said, I think I smell my mom. She said, yeah, she was just down there. Amen. There's, that is a part that will uh, impart understanding to you. Amen. There, that is a sense that will let you realize that there is uh, something just happened. Amen. give us understanding of what uh, of the, I mean we could use our eyeballs to read books amen we I mean use our ears to hear teachers talk to us and and give us understanding amen talk to us and and we understand what they're talking about 
and um, what they're teaching us and trying to impart to us, amen, by our five senses. But this divine revelation is something that occurs not through one of those five senses, amen. But this revelation comes in our heart and in our mind, amen. Matthew chapter 16, I'll go there, amen. I'll probably have it in my notes later on, but I'm not going to go there right now. Uh, I'm not going to wait until I get there. I want to go there right now. Matthew chapter 16 and verse... uh, 15, Jesus, many of us know the story. He, was, he came through Caesarea Philippi, asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? What is, what is the understanding? What does everybody say? What are, what are they sharing and imparting to one another that I am? And uh, they responded and said, some say Elias, some, uh, some uh, John the Baptist, some Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. So that's, that's our understanding, Jesus. That's, that's what we understand you to be by our discussions. Verse 15 he says, but who do you say that I am? And, uh, but he saith unto them, but whom saith, whom say ye that I am? Matthew chapter 16, verse 15. Verse 16, Peter responds and says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my father, which is in heaven, Simon, you didn't get this understanding, amen, by some discussion somewhere. You didn't get this this, uh, understanding of who I am because somebody told you. But he got this understanding because my Father, which is in heaven, Jesus said this, that my Father, which is in heaven, revealed it unto him. Amen, I submit to you, amen, that we need a revelation just like Peter had, amen, of who he is. Amen, of what he can do for us. Not just hearsay, not just talking about it, not just uh, just somebody shared with me, amen, their testimony. And those testimonies are powerful. Amen, but we need a personal revelation of who God really is. Amen. We need to understand, amen, that, that, that he can really solve my problems, that he can really, amen, heal me. I believe that, and I said this the other night, but I'll say it again, that I believe that God, that we still are in need of healings. Amen, so many times we try to qualify our needs. We try to say, well, you know, I'm not worthy of, of God answering my uh, prayer. I, I don't have Amen, whatever qualifications that appear in my mind. But Jesus said, amen, they that ask, amen, they will receive. Amen, all you've got to do is find a place and ask him. Amen, there are no other qualifications. My Lord, hallelujah. Amen, if we can understand, amen, not through, amen, Brother Jared Hilton trying to communicate with you through this microphone, amen, who he is. But you, amen, in prayer, find a place and get a revelation, amen, that God revealed to you that I can answer your need. I can solve that problem. I can reach that lost loved one. I can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we really need. I'm telling you, that's what we're lacking. Amen. In 2019, young people don't understand. Amen. That there really is a God that's able to heal, that's able to deliver, that's able to change. Amen. We've heard the stories, Brother Nick. We've talked about it. We've heard mom and dad tell us, oh, back in the good old days, amen, the way it used to be when we rolled in the floor and the Holy Ghost moved on our soul. Amen. But we've never experienced it for ourselves. Child of God, young person of God, you want to reach out in faith and allow God to give you a personal revelation. 
Hallelujah. I'm not talking about just an ordinary revelation. I'm not talking about just a natural revelation. I'm talking about a divine revelation, something that you can't explain. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, blind part of Maus. Amen, at the side, amen, of the gate, they call beautiful. Amen, it was crying out. Jesus, a son of David, have mercy on me. Blind Bartimaeus, why don't you shut up? Blind Bartimaeus, why don't you be quiet? Amen, you're kind of interrupting the program here. You're trying to, amen, get your attention. Amen, blind Bartimaeus, amen, ignored the crowd. Amen, you don't understand the revelation that I've got. I've heard from others that this is Jesus of Nazareth, the one that's able to heal and to deliver the one. Amen, I've heard the testimonies. I've heard what they've told me. Amen, but one time, and I don't know, amen, I don't find it in scripture, amen, but I've got to believe, amen, that at some point something clicked in blind Bartimaeus's mind. He said, if he could do it for them, amen, if he can do it for them, hallelujah, he can do it for me, hallelujah, amen, I don't have Amen, a lot of notes this morning. Amen, I'm anticipating that we have a response this morning. I'm hoping, amen, that the Holy Ghost will step in this place. Amen, I'm hoping, and, and basically that's your cue. That's, that's your cue to, amen, step into this service and help me out. Amen, because I, I don't have a lot of words to share with you this morning. All I've got is a burden and somebody, amen, in this place. I wish you could receive that revelation, that understanding that I'm trying to share with you this morning. Let the Spirit of God, amen, move on your heart. Open yourself up and receive from him, amen, what he's trying to show you today. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. And they came to Jericho, Mark chapter 10, verse 46. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he had heard it, uh, that was Jesus of Nazareth. He began to cry out. Amen. I don't, I don't read where the Bible says that there are other people crying out. I don't see in the scriptures that the rest of those folks, the great number of people that were there that day, that... They were responding in the same manner that blind Bartimaeus was. But the Bible does say that blind Bartimaeus was crying out. Blind Bartimaeus said, I've been this way for too long. Blind Bartimaeus felt like, I can't help myself. I tried all the methods. I've tried all, amen, of the doctors. I've tried all, amen, of the solutions, amen, that are ordinarily available to me. Or may not have. Maybe he just gave all hope up. Amen. But he began to cry out when he heard that it was Jesus coming by. Amen. The words that he said that day was Jesus. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. He didn't ask for healing. He didn't ask for uh, some miracle. He just asked for mercy. You got to think about this. Put your, put your mind in, in 
in, uh, as if you were blind Bartimaeus. Think, think as if you were him. Amen. He was a Jew. He was one that, amen, was believed that, uh, that there was a Messiah coming. The prophets had foretold of a, of a Messiah coming, this man that would come, amen, of the Jews, the seed of David, that would save the Jews from, amen, the, uh, the, the occupation of the Roman Empire that, that they were under at that time. Amen. And the, the, the thing that blind Bartimaeus was saying in the gate called beautiful was not just heal me. He's not just another prophet. He, to blind Bartimaeus, Jesus was more than just some man that had the ability to heal. Jesus to blind Bartimaeus was so much more powerful than just one of those other prophets of the Old Testament. Jews believed in the prophets. That was their, the man that, that the Lord spoke to them through. Amen. There's no doubt that they believed in those prophets. Amen. But what blind Bartimaeus called out was, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I'm recognizing that this is the one that was foretold of in the Old Testament. I'm recognizing that this is the one that we've been waiting on since those good old days. I'm, I am, I'm testifying, amen, right here before everybody that this is the one. Amen, I have received some kind of revelation that he's not just another ordinary preacher. He's not just another ordinary prophet, but this is Jesus, the son of David. The one the prophets talked about. The one, amen, that they told us was coming. And so I'm not asking, amen, for healing alone. Amen, I know he can heal. I know, amen, he can meet the need, amen, that's present in my life. I understand, amen, I have the natural understanding that he's able, amen, to intervene in my situation and provide me with the healing. But I'm going a step further this, this, uh, this afternoon or whenever it was during his time that, that I'm going a step further. He's not just the healer he's not just a prophet but this is Jesus I understand amen that Jesus can do more than just heal Andrew he can do more than just answer my question he can do more than just communicate with me have mercy on me have mercy on me God I am in such a situation that a healing is not going to solve the problem. I'm in the, I have been dealing with this, this, I've been facing this issue, amen, since the day I was born. I was born in to this problem. And yeah, he was blind since his birth. But I don't believe that's what, amen, he was thinking about that day when he heard about Jesus. Amen. He, uh, he told him, he Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I, I, I've been in this condition since the day I was born. Yeah, yeah, Bartimaeus, that you, you have been blind since. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. The Bible says that in sin did my mother conceive me. I mean, since the day I was born, been in this condition. I mean, each and every one of us, amen, have been in the same place that blind Bartimaeus was in, beside the gate, beautiful, amen, completely helpless, completely hopeless, amen, without any answers, amen, all alone. 
Nobody, amen, mom and daddy couldn't fix blind Bartimaeus' problem. Amen, big brother couldn't fix blind Bartimaeus' problem. The great rich uncle couldn't fix blind Bartimaeus' problem. But Jesus can. Jesus can. And just like he could for blind Bartimaeus, Amen. I, I, I hope, amen, that I can con- convince somebody here this morning, amen, that he's more than just, a, amen, a piggy bank. And he's more than just, a, amen, a healer. Of course, he can answer all those problems. Of course, he can help you find, a, amen, the answers to your situation. But he's more, amen, than just, a, amen, a knowledge bank and, and, and something that you go to. God, I, I've had these questions. I'm so confused. Amen. But he is, a, amen, our deliverer, as we sang about this morning. I mean, he can not only, I mean, deliver us and break those chains, I mean, that bind us, I mean, but he can forgive us. He can wash us, amen, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He can purge us from our sins. He can, amen, deliver us, amen, from all of our iniquities. My God, there's something about this Jesus that I'm talking about. He's more, amen, than just a healer. Amen, he's more than just, amen, one of the prophets. He's more than just like an Elias or an Elijah. He's more than just a good preacher, John the Baptist. But this is Jesus. We're talking about the one that can forgive. We're talking about the one that can, that can wash away. All of our sins, whose blood, amen, was spilt on Mount Calvary. Amen, that trickled down that mountain, amen, into the valley where I lay so low. Amen, the, this place where I feel like I'm hopeless. Amen, in this place where I don't have any answers, Jesus' blood, amen, can still reach. Hallelujah. I wish somebody, amen, I, I wonder if anybody believes this this morning. I wonder if you, child of God, have experienced what I'm talking about. I wonder who in this place has a revelation of who Jesus is. That he's more, amen, yes, I know, amen, on this day on Azusa Street, amen, how the articles and the newspapers, amen, were full of all the miracles and wonders that he did. But he's more than just a miracle worker. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, when the man, amen, that had, amen, palsy, amen, was, was laying in bed, amen, he came before Jesus, he couldn't get to Jesus on his own, amen, he couldn't use his own resources, amen, to fall before Jesus' feet. So he asked his friends, and his friends, four of his friends grabbed him, picked him up, and took him onto the rooftop, started tearing, amen, the roof off, amen, where Jesus was, amen, the thatch that was on that roof, amen, started, amen, exposing, amen, the rafters beneath, amen, somehow, amen, got him between and put him down on the ground at Jesus' feet, and Jesus said, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. He knew, amen, that this is more, amen, than just a healing that this boy needs. He needs a forgiveness. He needs, he needs something, amen, that'll wash away all of those sins. Hallelujah. Amen. I could heal him. Amen. But he might go back to the way he used to be. I could free, I could deliver him. Amen. But it could get, get him back to the place where he used to be. But forgiveness, amen, will give him the change that he really needs. Hallelujah. 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 You can read. Amen. And James, let me see if I can find it here this morning.
Hallelujah. James chapter 5, verse 15. The Bible says, And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. He's able to heal. He's able to answer that immediate need. He's able I mean, to answer the need that is on the surface that everybody can see. There's no question about that. But when you get a revelation of who Jesus is, I mean, you realize that it's more than just that because the verse is not over. It says, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he hath committed any sins, he, they shall be forgiven him. There's something about this Jesus. If we could pray by faith, if we could just ask, as I said just a moment ago, amen, if we could find this place, amen, of faith with him, amen, God, amen, I'm not just asking for a healing. God, I'm not just asking for the answer that will get me through this weekend, but I'm asking for something, amen, that will change me, amen, forever. I'm asking him for forgiveness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He wants to do it. Hallelujah. There's something, amen, that, that as a child, I've been in church for all my life. And um, but there are times while I was in church that, that, uh, I didn't really live for God. Didn't really have it all together. It wasn't really, amen. And I needed what I'm talking about today. This forgiveness. The washing away of our sins. The cleansing from all unright. I, that's, I needed it. I, I couldn't make it to heaven without it. There was, there, I, I could, you know, live and, and function and, and on the surface level, I mean, everybody saw and perceived that it seemed like everything was going all right. But, but underneath, I knew that, that there was something wrong, that there was something that needed to be changed, that I should have found a place before Jesus that, that he would answer, amen, not just my healing, not just my physical needs, because it apparently wasn't there. But beneath the surface, there was a real need. Amen, we... There, in church, amen, we can easily, amen, arrive at this place where on the outside we feel like we framed it all just right and we've got the colors meshing and, and going just right and we've got this perfect picture that anybody that looks at the picture, amen, sees exactly what we have painted, sees exactly, amen, as we have designed it, amen. But if you pull the picture off the wall, amen, we see that it's hiding a gaping hole. There's something behind this picture, amen, that's much more, amen, that's much more real that is, is, it's, it, that is on the surface level. If you leave the picture on the wall, I mean, you can't see it. But taking the picture off, taking the cover off, I mean, it reveals something much more real. It's a hole. There, it, the picture is just something that might be could be. It'd be nice if it was, right? But the hole is real. You can stick your hand through it. It's tangible. There's something there. And uh, 
The longer we leave the hole in the wall, the more potential there is for it to expand. And then we have to get a bigger picture. And then the longer we leave it there, the more possibility is it's even going to keep getting bigger. And eventually we're going to have to buy a whole 4 by 12 amen, sheet of drywall and rip it all down, strip it down and, and replace it. And call dad and get some mud on there and paint and everything else. Amen. Put the right texture on the wall. Fix it. For real. But until then, we, we get so good at just hanging the picture on the wall. We get so uh, good at just putting that up. And, and I say Christians, but, but even, even out in the world, they, they have this tendency too. I mean, maybe even more so. I, I don't know. People that I work with that no doubt that, in fact, I know one man, I, my project manager for the, uh, the project I'm on right now, he, he has a heart condition. And uh, he told me the term, and I don't know, something to do with defibrillation or defibrillation or something like that. I don't know the word. Ask Josh, he'll probably be able to tell you afterwards. But, uh, um, but he, he has this heart problem, and basically the issue is that the electrical uh, beats in the, the beat in his heart is not producing the proper consistency in, in the electrical uh, currents that the heart is supposed to be producing, vice versa. Maybe I'm confusing that. But uh, anyway, his heart is not beating at a regular pace. And so, uh, I, but I, ha I wouldn't have known this issue had he not revealed it to me, had he not sh showed me, had he not told me. Amen. But I've worked with this guy for uh, over a year now. And I didn't even realize he had this problem. And so I'm praying that the Lord will touch him. But, but I didn't realize that there's this big gaping hole in his life. He's such a phenomenal project manager. He, he makes sure that I'm on task and that, you know, he's the one that I get frustrated with every Monday morning when he realizes that I didn't do everything I was supposed to the week before and all that. But beside all that, he is uh, he's a friend. He's a guy that I, that I admire. I, I like the way he organizes things. And, but, but there's big gaping hole in his life. And I wouldn't have known it. He was doing a pretty good job of hiding this situation. And, but on the spiritual side of things, I'm certain, and I'm not just talking about Peter anymore. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about just in general, from an abstract perspective, that, that there are certainly gaping holes in our spiritual walk, that, that if we had a revelation, if we received that revelation of who God is, we know that he could solve that problem. He could put the drywall up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 37, amen, tells us, but though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him, that the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report, and to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because that Isaiah said again, he hath blinded their eyes, and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, that I should heal them. He said, I, I want to do the, I want to solve the problems. I want to meet their needs. But before I do that, I want to solve them in a deeper problem. Amen. Just one chapter before, I mean, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead in John. Amen. These were the final days of Jesus' earthly ministry. And in my mind, this is sort of the apex 
of Jesus' earthly ministry. Amen. It is, it is his final miracle before the triumphal entry. And within only days of the Passover. John chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. I mean, had a man that was sick. And it was that Mary, which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, the son of, that the Son of God might be glorified by there. Amen. We, he, he said there's, there's something going on. Mary and Martha notified Jesus, hey, Lazarus is sick. Amen. I want you to come and take care of him. And we know the story that Jesus didn't immediately come. Amen. But I believe he didn't come for a reason. That there was a deeper, amen, reason that Jesus wanted, amen, to show folks that day. He wanted to give some, amen, a revelation of that he was not just a healer of the sick. He was not just one that could heal someone who had pneumonia or, or, or any, any other sickness. Amen. But he was so much greater than that. Amen. So we read on in John chapter 11 verse 31. The Jews, the, the Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her. When they saw Mary that she rose up hastily and went out and followed her saying she goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him. She fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said unto unto him, Lord, come and see. And then 35 says, Jesus wept. 36, then said the Jews, behold how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died. They were focused on Jesus could have healed this man from his sickness. I've seen him heal the blinded eye. I've seen him, amen, heal the deaf ear. I've seen, there's no doubt in my mind that he could have prevented this death. But verse 20, then Martha, as Soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother. Again, Martha has the same perspective at this point that everybody else did. If you would have made it here just a few moments ago or a few days ago, this situation wouldn't be as bad as it is, Jesus. My brother had not died. But I know that even now, I mean, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. She's, she's getting there, Brother Nelson. I mean, but she's not quite there yet. She doesn't have I mean, the revelation completely yet. She understands that, yeah, he could have solved the problem before the death. When Jesus said, yeah, and she said, well, I, God, I even believe that if you would say something right now, that God would hear you, and, and, uh, and that, that, that whatever you ask will happen. He said, all right, your brother's going to rise again. And she goes, yep, he will, in the, resurrec- re- the resurrection. Almost there. 
at the last day. Verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this, Martha? Do you believe what I'm talking about? I mean, yes, you believe that he's going, I could have healed him before he died. And yes, you might believe that, that in the resurrection, amen, that he may, that he would come back to life. Amen. But do you believe that I am the resurrection? I'm much more than what you heard about. I'm much more than what they told you. I can do something better. I could do something greater. Amen. Believest thou this? In verse 27, she saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Yes, Jesus. Amen. I believe in that moment that Martha, amen, the sister of Lazarus, amen, received a revelation of who Jesus really is, that he's not just one of the prophets, and he's not just a good friend. Amen. He's not just someone who loves Lazarus, but he's the mighty God in Christ. Amen. The coming one. Amen. Amen, the one that was pre-told. Amen, the one, amen, that could deliver. Amen, and heal, and even more, bring back to life. Amen, Sister Rebecca, you can come, amen, this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that thou art the Christ. Amen, we've got to get to this same place that Martha, amen, amen, was, she was moving, amen, on this uh, revelation scale. I mean, she at first believed, yeah, you could, if you would have showed up a few days ago, everything would have been all right, and Jesus said, well, and then she got to thinking about, well, you know what, even if you said something right now, God, I believe that you would have, I, I believe that something will happen, and Jesus said, well, uh, he's going to rise. He's going to rise against you. Well, you know, I know that he'll rise in the resurrection. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection. She said, I know that you're the Christ. Jesus, I know that you're going to do something in just a few moments. Jesus, I know I mean, that you're all powerful. And all power in heaven and earth belongs to you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And, and it wasn't just Martha that day that received a, a revelation if we could all stand him in this morning. John 11 and 37, and some of them said, could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused even this man, amen, that he should not have died? And Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, coming to the grave, it was a cave, and, and, and a stone lay upon it. And Jesus said, take ye away the stone, Martha, the, uh, the sister uh, of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, and he said, and he hath been dead for four days. And Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou should, shouldest see the glory of God? Martha, I mean, don't lose, I mean, the revelation that you've already received. Verse 41 goes on to say, Amen. Then they, uh, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people, amen, would stand by, I said it, amen, that they may believe that thou hast sent me, amen, God, I want to, amen, more than just Martha to have this revelation, but I want everybody, amen, under the sound of my voice, amen, to receive, amen, a revelation of who I am, hallelujah, hallelujah, I feel the same way, amen, that Jesus did that day. I hope everybody under the sound of my voice, amen, can receive a revelation of who he is, of what he can do in your life. Jesus, he's been in there four days. 
Surely. Surely. A problem has compounded. Surely it's become worse. Surely. There's no way. Is our bodies already decomposing? By now, he's thinking. Martha, don't lose the revelation. Don't lose, amen, what you believe. Do you believe? I mean, can you still, I mean, say that you believe? Verse 43 goes on to say, And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth. that was dead came forth. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. The Lord wants to come into this place this morning. I already feel His presence. I mean, we had such a wonderful worship service just a few moments ago. No doubt that the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. He wants to resurrect some dead beings. Amen. This morning. Lazarus come forth and he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto them loose him and let him go. And many of the Jews which came to Mary had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. They also received that revelation. Isn't that wonderful? I'm telling you that the moment that we see, amen, young people like Ethan receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, that starts to change something in our hearts. It starts to show us that he's still able. He can still do it even among us. My Lord, what a God that we serve. I just last night witnessed Braden's baptism. And uh, I'm just excited about what God is doing. Just a few weeks ago, my own niece, Morgan, received the Holy Ghost. I want to receive something from that. I don't want, I mean, just to be like, well, thank God he did it for the little kid. But God is still doing something great in this place. Hallelujah. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things what Jesus did, believed on Him. You are. I mean, if He wasn't God, I mean, there's no tell. He could not have raised this man from the dead. If He didn't have the power of life in His hand, how could He, Dad? How could He bring him back to life? But this is God. I mean, John chapter 12, amen, tells us, Verse 18, for this cause the people also met him for that they heard that he had done this miracle. Miracle much greater than any of the other miracles that he had done before. Verse 19, the Pharisees therefore said among themselves, perceive ye how, he prevail, how ye prevail nothing. Behold, 
The world is gone after him. And if we just let God do his thing, what kind of revival could we have? The world would be gone after him. We need to receive a revelation. We need to receive an understanding. Let him show us. I don't want to limit what you are trying to do in this place. I don't want to limit what you're trying to do in my life. Maybe I'm the one bound by the grave clothes, the napkin on my face, obstructing my view. Maybe I'm the one hidden behind the stone, dead. Maybe I'm the one that God needs to bring back to life. Lazarus, come forth. Maybe I'm the one that God wants to, to, to operate through or on and then to demonstrate his power. It's not about Lazarus. This, I want you to know that this story is not about the dead man, but it's about the one that brought the dead man to life. It's about the one who has all power about the one, amen, that gave revelation to Martha, amen, and to those Jews that day. It's, the one, it's about the one to, of whom the revelation was about. He's not just a prophet. He's not just Elias. He's not just John the Baptist. But this is Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Notice in verse 10 of, of John chapter 12 but the chief priest consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death immediately after amen Jesus had raised him to life amen the chief priest decided maybe we should put Lazarus to death amen but because that by reason of him many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus their hands were tied they weren't about to do what they were thinking about doing telling you the the Lord amen when we receive a revelation of who God is I mean it's going to tie the hands of the enemy when we receive a revelation of who God and just let him operate brother Nelson just have your way God do what you want to do you wait as long as you want to or come when you want to amen but I believe amen that when you get here things are really going to happen how many have that kind of revelation this morning do you believe, amen, that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think? Come on, I don't want just a limited understanding of who Jesus is. I want a divine revelation, amen, that he's able, amen, to heal and that he's able, amen, to deliver, but that he's able, amen, to bring back to life and that he's able to forgive. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, as I'm closing this morning, but as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Amen. But God God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. God is looking for somebody that loves him. Amen. That that are, are open and willing to receive from him this revelation that I'm talking about this morning. Amen. These altars are open today. God, I want you to reveal yourself to me. Show me your perfect way. Show me your will. Show me what you want to do.